Hello and welcome to a new episode of Paradigm Shift, the podcast in which I challenge your thoughts and beliefs in topics in religion, spirituality, philosophy, conspiracy theories, ancient history, and everything in between. And in today's episode, we will be talking about the fifth dimensional world, what kind of beings live there, and how will it benefit us today if we try to tap into that world. So let's go ahead and do the intro. Now, before we start talking about the five dimensions, let us at least go back and talk about each dimension and what it is so that we have a much better understanding uh, when it comes to this fifth dimensional world. So obviously we live in a 3D world today and this is known as the, uh, the world that has the width, uh, length and the depth of each item that we have all around us now again so basically the first dimension is a point one point only it doesn't have anything else other than it exists in a place point the second dimension is when two points exist and they are connected into one line so the second dimension is the line the third dimension is when we create from a line we create another shape which have now depth and width and this is what the like when we talk about going, uh, seeing a cube or uh, anything of the sort, like a, a cylinder, uh, this is a three-dimensional work. Now, a lot of people say that now we actually do not live in 3D, but we live in 4D. And the fourth dimension is time itself. And if we want to categorize them in a way so basically we live in a world that is formed of three dimensional uh, three dimensions in space and one dimension in time because we are always existing in one point at a time everything else is either in the past or has not yet to come which is the future so at any point of reference we are only looking at one point which is time one uh, branch of time uh, which what it is so we can consider to an extent that we can perceive the three dimensions very easily however we can only as humans perceive time in uh, in one of the branches which is at the moment we are observing it and this um, leads to many theories and ideas about if we experience or we can see dimensions below the ones that we are living in right now can we see dimensions or experience dimensions that are above us there are many theories about how many dimensions there are some go as 10 some go 11 there are some crazy go to 26 but we will not be talking about all of them today we will only talk about the fifth dimension now it is very important to note that every dimension that exists can see the dimension that is below it but is incapable of seeing the dimension above it because of its nature of existence. So for example, a point cannot understand what a line is because it doesn't have the qualities that makes it understand what two points are or what two lines are, okay? Same thing for a 2D. Um, uh, shape cannot understand what a 3D shape is. So let's say for one uh, moment uh, imagine that there is a two-dimensional being. Let's say a two-dimensional being. How will that look like? It will be he will be completely flat, right? So a two-dimensional being if it's looking at a one-dimensional being 
will be able to understand the point that it's seeing. However, a two-dimensional being will never be able to, to understand or even perceive a three-dimensional being because the three-dimensional beings has qualities that the two-dimensional being cannot understand at the given whatever limitations that a 2d creature has and so forth so for a three-dimensional being which is what we kind of are we cannot perceive objects or beings or anything in the fourth or the fifth dimension however given that we are what we are in terms of humans and in terms of consciousness that exists, we are capable of at least imagining or understanding that there are higher dimensions. This is what separates the 3D, us in the 3D world as, as creatures and as conscious, as conscious beings from anything else that exists because our consciousness allows us to know that there is more above us basically there is and when i say above it doesn't mean that it's higher or lower in terms of importance what i mean is that it is in in, in on a scale if you want to say like that uh, the fourth dimension and the fifth dimension are higher than the three dimensions now again as i said before that the fourth dimension that we experience is one moment of time only one which is why it's called the, the, the 4D world that we inhabit is three branches of space, one branch of time. However, imagine for a moment with me what a 4D being will be able to see. So let's say there are four dimensional beings. These dimensional beings will be able to perceive time all at once. So basically you will be able, like if you take a look or peek into the fourth dimension, you will have a look at the entire existence of a specific object from the moment of its creation to the moment of its death. You will see it as one line if you want or, or experience it as one. And that the, the scientists and physicists have were able to kind of create an idea of what that would look like through something called a hypercube or a tesseract. Now, let's say, for example, I look at a cube in 3D. I see all the sides of the, the cube, the width, the depth, and everything that makes this three-dimensional cube. If I want to look at this cube in a four-dimensional way, I will see it as something called a tesseract, which means I will perceive the cube in every form of its existence all into one shape, into one form. Okay, and you can try to look up for Tesseract and what that looks like. That what, what they have created is a very um, limited way to kind of explain what a Tesseract would look like or what a four-dimensional cube looks like over time. So if it was perceived over time. Now it's important to understand as well that like just like a dimension cannot see the dimension above it, Every dimension which is above can easily perceive the dimension that is below it. So it's very safe to assume and to, to, to say that a 2D object is able to, to, to see a one-dimensional point. Same for us in 3D now, for example, as 3D beings, I am able to perceive 3D beings and 3D objects. I am also aware uh, or able to see a two-dimensional object and a one-dimensional object. A four-dimensional being will be able to perceive me in 3D, will be able to perceive 2D and 1D.
Now, if we want to go up and try to, from one dimension, perceive the dimension above us, even though it's technically impossible, the closest thing we can do to get that is to imagine what a shadow of that dimension would end up looking like. Because once it's a shadow, it loses one of its dimensions, so it's kind of brought down to the dimension that we see. I'll give you an example. Obviously, one dimension cannot see anything below it because there is nothing below it. It's always the lowest dimension. Now, if we want to look at a two-dimensional uh, line and we want to see it in one dimension, we will see it as a point. It will reflect itself. So imagine there's a light on top of this line and then it creates this one point. That one point is what the one-dimensional being will will imagine what a two-dimensional line looks like through this shadow. Same thing, if I, if I take a cube and I put a light on it, and this light reflects a shadow on the table below it, that shadow will look like a, squ a square, right? So in a way, I was able to imagine what the three-dimensional object looks like in a two-dimensional way by creating that shadow. Now, when I go to the fourth dimension and I want to imagine what a four-dimension object looks like, I will, I'm going to imagine that I shed some light on the 4D cube and whatever is in the reflection, whatever as the shadow comes to me, that is the simplest way for me to imagine it. And this is what the Tesseract looks like. So when you Google the image of a Tesseract and you see it, this hypercube, when you see what it looks like, this is a shadow representation of that four-dimensional cube. So it's basically a shadow that has formed in 3D. Now, when we talk again about 4D, we only talk about time, right? And the perception of time throughout the existence of this object or element. So what does the five dimension means and how does it affect us? The fifth dimension, which is highly contested idea, it's a theory, people not, might not believe in it, it's a, uh, you know, of course science has not yet proven it, so it doesn't believe in existence and all that, that doesn't concern me at all. So to me, the five dimension word is a word where you are able to observe the four dimensional word and everything below it but being able to create and to witness all the possibilities of that timeline and all the possibilities of that four-dimensional being living in its life from birth to death, for example, and all the different possibilities that that cube, or let's talk about beings, for example. So that being was about to discover, was about to create, maybe could have lived. All the possibilities that could exist are in the five dimensions. So five-dimensional beings are able to monitor and to observe all the possibilities of a human life. So for example, let's say there is a five-dimensional being sitting next to me right now, okay? And he is looking at my life. He not only can see me in the present moment, but he can also see me as my entire life is happening. He can observe it completely. 
And not only that, he can also see all the possibilities that my life could have taken. At any given moment, whenever a choice is made, whenever a, um, a consequence, a causality happening, everything that could affect me negatively, positively, any way, shape or form, is, could happen, right? And in 5D, this is what you're able to perceive. You are able to perceive all the possibilities of all your, your lifetime from birth until death. And this creates a, a parallel to a lot of spiritual ideas and in fact religious ones that talk about life, death, what comes after death, what comes before death uh, or before birth even. So it talks about the creation or the, the possibility of life and how you are as a human, as a soul, as a spiritual being, how you can live through this, through this life, through this three and four dimensional world, but you are still able to carry on after that. A lot of people in the spiritual community, they say this very famous line that we are spiritual beings who are experiencing a temporary human life in the 3D world. So, and a lot of religious people back this up without knowing that they back it up actually when they talk about life after death and when they talk about the existence of heaven and when they exist of hell and all those stuff that come after life that take away from like once your physical body and form is gone and is dead and you are left with nothing but your thoughts and your your soul which is the essence of your existence which cannot go away, which cannot stop existing because it's part of a grand, massive, bigger thing that exists. This is when you, as far as I'm concerned, as far as what I believe, this is when you enter the five-dimensional world. So some people debate whether the five-dimensional world is an actual place that we will reach or whether it's just a higher state of consciousness that you can achieve whether you are alive or whether you're dead. Like, is it an actual place? And to answer the question of whether 5D actually exists in a place, we have to change the form of the question because when we talk about place, we immediately go down to the, to the three dimension. We cannot talk about a 5D of five dimensions and a world of five dimensions and mention this will be in this location or it will be in that location because when you put uh, when you restrain it to a specific place in time in space uh, you take away the qualities of it being 5d so it's not a it's not an actual place that exists right now or it will exist later or you can reach it later it's actually in a state of existence all the time. This is part of, of us being spiritual creatures that have that cannot cease to exist. So the five-dimensional world that creates a in which we can observe all possibilities of all the time that we are cre that we are experiencing our existence basically cannot be put down to one specific place or one specific state of consciousness. It is in fact a, a continuous, ongoing, never-ending state of being and it is obviously very difficult 
to to imagine or to to pinpoint what makes the 5D what it is because not only are we are we looking at it from a lower dimension we are actually looking at it from two lower dimensions which is the 3D that we are inhabiting right now now in in mainstream media the, I haven't seen this being mentioned too much and it was only mentioned in, in one movie which is Interstellar and I highly recommend that movie by the way but I believe that the way it was mentioned is is a bit wrong so spoilers in case you didn't watch the movie but towards the end of the movie the main character basically goes into this black hole and um, and experience some stuff however he mentions at some point because he feels he sees himself in in his um, his daughter's library when she was a kid and he understand that love is what is the force that you know drives everything and he's able to 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 pinpoint specific moments of time which is the 5d and he's able to go back to one of its uh, a specific time uh, where he needs to communicate something to her. Now, where the, where the movie kind of gets it a bit wrong is that it actually didn't show us the 5D word because he said that in the movie, like he, at some point he realized, you know, don't you get it? These are 5D beings and they are future, future humans who have put me now today in this five-dimensional tesseract, but they created a 3D version of it so that I can understand it. And he's able to go from one moment to another to pinpoint whatever he needs to communicate. That to me is actually more 4D than 5D because it's only in 4D that you can see all moments that someone has lived. Whereas in 5D, you not only see all the moments, but you see all the different possibilities that this person might have experienced or might have gone through. So on one hand, he was not in the 5D construct he was actually in a 4d construct on the second hand he did mention that these are future humans who have put this uh, uh, you know construct right now and this is a wrong way to formulate it because the 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 5d word doesn't exist within time it exists outside of it so the so it is always existing it cannot stop existing now or be in the future or be in the past it is a state of existence that is always there so i know i mean it's a movie and i know that it needed to kind of maybe make it more mainstream and make people understand what we're looking at but i just wanted to make clear to, to make it clear that when we talk about the fourth the fifth dimension and the word that is the fifth dimension we do not talk about it in a separate entity or as if it's a separate in a separate time or separate place than the one we are in now we are simply perceiving the three-dimensional world but that does not mean that in the future we will see something different it we will see the same thing that we are experiencing now however we will not be you know burdened down by the shackles of our five senses and the perception that these five senses give us like we as humans living and experiencing this human life we have these five senses that only tell us what we can see what we can hear smell taste and touch and this is what i talked about when 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 it comes to the nature of reality and everything i talked about this before but it's like 
Everything that we experience as 3D beings is determined by our five senses and nothing else. So once those five senses are gone, once our materialistic body deteriorates and dies and the soul stays, the soul is no longer shackled by these limitations and we will be able to perceive things in a much different way, in a much more open way. And we will perceive things outside of time and outside of consequences <clears throat> and outside of ideas and, and thoughts and, and consequences, like I said, and everything in between. Now, when it comes to experiencing that or when can we actually experience the 5D word some people will tell you that you can only experience it after death some people tell you you can only experience it once you elevate your state of consciousness and you <clears throat> you kind of uh, <coughs> and when you kind of work on yourself in this life in this 3d world so you can basically achieve a higher sense of consciousness, achieve a, a better understanding of what the four and the fifth dimensions are. What I believe is that just like in the physical term, we can only see a shadow of what is the dimension that is above us. When we try to reach the five dimensions, we can only see a shadow of what we are going to experience. Now, that does not mean that we shouldn't go after it because we actually should. And what's good about going after it is that the steps that you take in order to elevate your consciousness and in order to try and reach the 5D are self-fulfilling because they actually help you move forward and actually go through this three-dimensional world for the rest of your life. So... I will give you now six steps and six benefits. Uh, these are the steps and the benefits at the same time of trying to achieve higher consciousness and trying to look at the world from a fifth dimensional point of view that will help us a lot in our journey. And I mean, to be very clear and honest, I don't always do that, but this is the path of enlightenment, right? This is the at least once you hear this you are aware of its existence and it will help you in one way or another to to start your journey on this so number one once you can look at the world from a 5d point of view you will stop blaming others and the world to everything that is happening to you because not only do you know that there are other possibilities and outcomes to your actions and to what's happening in your life, but you also know that there is a learning process and there is an understanding of why the world is the way it is and why you are experiencing it in the way you are experiencing. What is it that you're here to learn? What is it here that you're here to achieve? So once you understand that there is a higher purpose to everything, you no longer associate any failure or negative feeling with others around you or with the world that is you blame it for and you, you kind of like put it on top of your shoulders and all that. 
basically I'm not saying that in an idealistic way that we shouldn't feel bad or have different emotions to what's happening the emotions are not part of this we are here to experience happiness just like we are here to experience sorrow so this is not about elevating yourself to a place where you no longer care or even if bad things happen you kind of put them well this was supposed to happen anyway and just move on let's say you've lost someone very dear in your life let's say someone that you know was hurt or someone hurt you or something happened i'm not talking about not reacting to something like this what i'm talking about is understanding that there is a reason behind why things these things happen and once you understand them you no longer reject these things and you try to learn and and from them and this is a path to growth and path of understanding and how you can achieve more given the information that you just received another point to do and that will benefit you i will always say it like that benefits and action is that you detach yourself from the masses this is a very very big topic today and it's especially that the world is getting smaller when with technology getting bigger we are closer to everything around us more than any time in history before we are aware of everything or 90% of of things that are happening all over the world the news gets around so fast and you are part of a much bigger society and much bigger group of people and a mass and masses that have a specific thought process that have specific social norms and everything and once you detach yourself from it once you understand that you are here to experience things for yourself not for other people once you understand that you are not living for the other you are living for yourself so that you can grow that you can understand when you no longer want to validate yourself through the eyes of the others that's when you are one step closer to the fifth dimension and that's when you are helping yourself grow in the third dimension i'm not talking about rejecting the others i'm not talking about lack of empathy lack of love lack of care this is actually once you detach yourself you become more empathetic to others and you love them more because you are no longer seeing them as a threat to you or to your own insecurities or self-doubt you are actually seeing them for who they are and you're seeing yourself for who you are and once you are able to achieve that you are able to achieve love and empathy which is the highest level of consciousness that we can ever achieve that is the entire existence is about love so So detaching yourself from the masses for, from what is norm what is acceptable will help you on that path. Third step is understanding that connecting to number 2. This third step is understanding that you are love. You are made of love. The energy that moves everything all around the existence itself is love. There is nothing else. There is no need for anything else. We are whoever is living right now in this moment of time and who has ever lived before and will ever come to live in the future we are all part of a collective consciousness and we are all here to help each other 
to, to understand and experience this creation and experience life and love in all of its forms, in whatever it will be and whatever it was, and all the possibilities that it ever will be. So once you understand that you are love, you will be able to reach higher on that path. Another thing is other, when you st number four is basically stop caring about fitting in. Stop caring about what you need to do so that you are part of this collective. You are already part of the collective. There is actually nothing you can do to stop that. This is what existence is, is the collective. So once you understand that you are unique in your own ways and whatever your beliefs are, whatever your, your thoughts are, are true to yourself, you no longer feel the need to fit in with the others, to, to reshape your forms and ideas so that you can fit in. Well, I mentioned before in one episode when, I'm talking about, when I was talking about near-death experiences and people who have you know, tasted what I believe is the fifth dimension, the fifth dimensional world, when they got a glimpse of it and came back, you can feel this, this overwhelming sense of faith of trust in what they have seen and they no longer care about making others believe them they want to share their experience but they don't care about how you react to it because they have lost that three-dimensional force which is where i need to fit in i need to reshape my thoughts i need to to cut and trim the ideas that are too out there in order to fit in with the masses so once you let go of this need to fit in and understand that you're unique and, and that whatever you experience is what you need to experience in order to move on. You will also be benefiting yourself. You will no longer have this burden and you will be able to get to a higher path of consciousness. The fifth point is that you have a very strong creative power. This creative power lets you understand that you can create any life that you want for yourself. Of course, within reason, not saying that I am today sitting here and I just want to, I want to become a millionaire. Okay, now I'm a millionaire. That's not the idea. here. The idea is that you attract you to yourself, whatever you keep within yourself. Okay. And this was talked about in, in different books and different stuff and, and, and like that. However, uh, I think there was one book called The Secret and, and other ideas, the different movies talked about it. But I want to show you an example. And I think you can relate to this. How most people look at yourself or like others and how most people always seem to experience the same stuff over and over. Mostly the negative ones. Like... When you sit down and let's say, for example, I, I, I would be on, online on social media and I'm seeing someone's, someone on his status and talking, uh, you know, and this person that I have in mind right now always talk about how people betray her. Okay, she has experienced betrayal from members of her family, from, from friends, from lovers, from everyone. And she keeps talking about how she lacks trust in people because of betrayal, over betrayal, over betrayal. And once you notice the pattern, you notice that different people attract the same stuff pattern over and over and over, and it keeps happening to them. 
And even to yourself, when you look at yourself and your life story, is that you notice that while a lot of things change around you, you, you could live in a different place, where you grow up, you talk to different people, you, you have different partners in life, and so on and so on, there is always this thing that keeps following you around. And that is because you keep attracting this thing and you will keep attracting it until you understand why is it part of your life? What is the message behind it? Why am I attracting this message? And once you do that, you'll be able to understand that not only can I stop attracting negative, but I can actually start attracting the positive. And all I have to do is not only think about it and it will happen, I'll actually put my mindset in this set, in this future idea that I want to achieve and I start working on that automatically on a psychological level you push yourself to do it once you understand that yes I will attract what I want in my life and I will achieve it and doing that will help and finally you the sixth point and the sixth benefit of on this path of enlightenment and reaching the 5d is you let go of the materialistic needs of the world around you this is also a big part and a big problem that we are seeing here today. Consumerism has taken over the world. And I believe that there's a lot of, there are a lot of people in the, uh, who have a lot of power who know that people need to attract and to, to attach themselves to three-dimensional materialistic things and they play on that. I read this one time, this, uh, this line that says, no human body would actually crave a bar of Snickers unless you are conditioned to eat a bar of Snickers and unless you have tasted it before. There's no way our ancestors, those who were living in caves, were actually sitting and saying, oh, I actually want to eat chocolate. However, they did want to eat fruits and other food. So there are things that, that you know, Earth has given us, na natural things that the world has given us, that we are naturally attracted to it on a three-dimensional level. But everything else that is being created in order to create this consumer idea, this need for validation from social media posts, this need of understanding and knowing what other people are doing, what celebrities are up to, what, what, what the world wants me to think, where is, what is the, the, the hype now, what is the, the train, where is it going? This need for you to validate yourself in materialistic things keep putting you and keeping you, they keep you in the three-dimension world and stop you from reaching higher, stop you from reaching a point where you can see your life without time, where you can see all the possibilities that your life can become, that, it's, that you are much more than just someone who needs to go out and buy new clothes every week or someone who needs to, to go on social media and see what other people's lives look like and, and compare yourself to them and, and be jealous of their perfect life and feel little about yourself and how little you have achieved and what you have done. Once you let go of this materialistic need, that is, I think, the most difficult part of this path because it's all around us. And realistically, it's so difficult to let go of it. But you need to... We all need to help each other, to help each other rise above it, rise above this need, this materialistic thing. And once we do that, we'll be able to achieve these, this higher consciousness, which is the whole point of it all. The world is going through a paradigm shift, <laughs> cheap plug, but it is going through that. And 
we are all responsible to help each other. Whoever has grown to a specific point looks back and helps others. No one does it on their own because the world that once the, when, when you start seeing a world from a different point of view, it is so beautiful, it's so freeing that you cannot experience it on your own. You go back to that collective needs because you are part of the collective and you want to bring everyone with you. So the fact that you're listening to this now is a, 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 a point, a proven point that you need to hear this. And when you need to hear this, even if it's going to take you 20 years, if it's going to take us 50 years to reach it, even if we're going to die and not reach it, as long as we're on the path, as long as we are paving the road that others have started, we are continuing and, and we will see who will come after us and continue us, then we are helping each other reach a higher level of consciousness. And we are helping each other see the world in a four and fifth dimensional eyes and rising above this sadness, this depression, this low vibrational feelings and emotions of envy and jealousy and hate and regret and we will be able to understand finally why are we here what is the point what is next how can we help each other reach the next point and i think that is heaven honestly this is what heaven is that it's not a place where trees grow and we can do anything we want and, and, and feed into our materialistic body, body needs. Heaven is when we all help each other rise above the three-dimensional world and understand what there is out there, what's more out there. This is how I'm going to end it today. So thank you so much for listening. If you are on my YouTube channel, please subscribe, share and like. If you are on my other podcast channels, share these uh, podcasts with your friends. Help me grow. And thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And I will see you next time. Thank you.